It's a brand new month as we march into 31 days of what's supposed to be weather turning numbers, but I'm glad you're laughing because depending on where you're watching from around the world, actually it really doesn't matter where you're watching and listening from. And yes, you can get video with this podcast, just uh, dig a little bit deeper and you will find it. But it seems like everywhere around the world, we're just getting crazy weather, California getting you know, sub 60 degrees winter storm, and we're getting it here in Canada as well. But let's not uh, put a damper on things. It's a fresh start. It is March. Good morning, sir. Wagwan. Good afternoon. Good morning. Fresh. Good night. Well, I mean, think about this. Um, I guess we're all digging ourselves out of the, of the fresh snowstorm outside man unless you're maybe in an island or something then you're good well good to see you jason i mean you as well good good to see you the 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 uh yeah the the snow outside is is is, well first of all i mean if we're on an island uh there would not be any snow yes you know a snow cone a snow cone close my eyes and pretend we are yeah but a a snow cone then would be a drink i just remember that as a kid growing up uh in jamaica um, you know, and and a delicious drink, and mm. yeah, you're right. I think that um, I think that I want to drift to to having a snow cone as opposed to um, walking outside in in a snow 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 cone snow cone. Can you walk in a snow cone? I don't you know. can. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I could feel some Bob Marley. You know, I mean, I could use a little misty morning. You misty know? morning. Misty morning. Yeah, but misty morning. Misty. Don't m- see no sun. I, you know what? Growing up in growing up in Manchester, yeah. Growing in Manchester, Jamaica, mm-hmm. the country because I'm my country right. youth. Ah. But the misty morning mm. is that right? It is. It is like you know you wake up and the dew is on the like the grass and the trees. Beautiful man, love that stuff. Love. Ah. I miss that, and and I hope to be in Jamaica in the next. Oh uh, man, very short order. Uh, Toronto Mike always on the queue. Uh, I love that. I love that. So, yes, this is Donovan Bailey running things. I am Jason Portwondo. He is the living legend. We ask that you continue to share, like, subscribe, follow, download, do all them good things. All of them. We got a hot show, so let's get right to it. A little boxing off the top where this happened last weekend. To the winner by split decision, Tommy TNT. many of you had that happening so a little bit of march madness before we even get to this month and oh yeah we'll talk basketball coming up don't you worry and all them bracket busting things that are gonna happen but uh how surprised were you with this occurring well first of all i you know what let me tell you this uh and again for those of you who don't know huge boxing fan Mm -hmm. huge 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 boxing fan uh i was looking forward to this fight because um it was it was supposed to be the first time that um, uh, Jake Paul, uh, legendary YouTube star, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, was going to fight a real boxer. So I was, you know, certainly I bought it. I, you know, I I paid my money uh, because I want to see the real thing. I saw the whole card. Uh, you know, actually, all in all, a pretty decent boxing card. Uh, but, you know... One of the things that I did, I mean, I, I, as an observer of boxing, uh, I am absolutely no expert at this. So what I 
did was listen to the experts, whether it's uh, Tyson Fury, um, Mike Tyson himself. Uh, but the person that probably intrigued me the most was uh, Carl Frock, who is one of the best boxers that ever lived, right? And probably in the weight class of of, uh, of Jake Paul. Uh, but basically, you know, you know, I I saw the the fight and I and I thought it was pretty decent. Uh, uh, you know, Tommy Fury ended up winning. Um, certainly exposed some weaknesses or, or a lot of weakness weaknesses that Jake Paul has as as uh, you know as a professional boxer. But Carl Frock just said basically it was a an, a small novice area. Um, you know, boxing championships. He said he, you know, that that Jake Paul couldn't basically couldn't box himself out of a paper bag. Uh, you know, and and uh, I think that there was there was talks of him, uh, him fighting uh, Jake Paul next, uh, or I guess after the rematch. Uh, but Carl said, you know, on air <laughs> that it would only take him about four weeks. Basically, take him about four weeks for him to destroy, and he's already guaranteed that he'd knock him out within two rounds. And I got to tell you, man, that as someone who's been in sport and been as a professional and the very best at my sport, uh, I got to listen to the people that know what they're talking about. I think that um, the first of all, I th- the, 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 it was very entertaining, um, you know. And probably I should add that I think this is a great thing for boxing because it brought a lot of uh, maybe audiences that wouldn't really gravitate to sport uh, naturally gravitate to sport you know but certainly jake paul brought in the audience the actual fighting itself i guess was mediocre um according to the experts i thought it was pretty cool i thought it was quite entertaining uh but man listen i, I you know uh he i think that he gets now i might i think i believe i heard that he gets um he he gets uh he, he can now be ranked or now he qualifies to be ranked uh, either WBO or WBC or one of those, uh, you know, boxing, um, boxing governing bodies. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the next fight, Jason. I mean, I really, I probably should, <laughs> I probably should uh, wait a little bit before I start looking for the next fight because we should try to digest this match. But I thought it was entertaining I thought it was good enough, uh, you know, for the audience. A ton of people showed up, you know, when you have, you know, uh, Ronaldo showed up, Cristiano Ronaldo showing up, Mike Tyson, uh, Tyson Fury, an incredible array of superstars from around the world showed up to come watch the fight. Clearly, this guy knows how to fill a stadium. And for eight rounds, $30 million. So he did okay. Yeah, I'm not sure what my (laughs) take is on this. I mean, the official scorecard... Shows it as a split decision, 74-75, 76-73, and 76-73. But, you know, with that knockdown in the eighth, right? that made things interesting in the final round. I really feel like it tightened things up. So I'm not sure if I want to see more of these two or, or if I've seen enough. But you you would want to see a rematch? I, well, I, I want what I'd like to see, because there, there's two things that, that we, we've figured out in this fight. Um, Jake Paul is certainly an incredible um, uh, marketer. Mm-hmm. Um, he certainly I'll give you that. He, he can certainly bring in bring in the money. He can bring in the audience, right? And we know for sure that Tommy Fury is certainly a reality TV star. We know that, right? But I think that if they both, if the takeaway from this is that they both leave, uh, try to improve. You know, if I were them, I'd probably go and take on a real boxer, both of them. 
take on a real boxer and then come back and fight each other again. I think the, the immediate uh, rematch clause it probably doesn't have to. It probably shouldn't. Shouldn't uh, you know have to be have to be done? But it is on. It is contractual that they do it. Uh, but uh, I would believe, I would believe that that they should uh, that they should fight someone else. Uh, but I, but but yeah, to your point, I, I, I agree with that. I would, but but to your point, I would watch it again. I would I would watch right. them fight again. Uh, I don't. I by the way, I don't believe in the split decision. I I don't think that. I think even with the knockdown or the the fake knockdown, <clears throat> I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that Fury lost like around he, he outboxed him i mean except it's obviously the 10 8 round would have been the knockdown round right so so it would have been you know six to two or seven one uh if anything uh you know so I, that's that's what i would be as a novice amateur boxing fan you know i i just i don't um yeah i don't know i i yeah i don't i don't think it should be a split decision there's right. no there's no chance i think that uh that jay paul won Third time was the charm. They tried to do it in December of 2021. Right. And it didn't happen. Then in August of 2022, it didn't happen. So they finally got it on. We got our result. And you mentioned uh, Ronaldo being there, Mike Tyson. Right. Deontay Wilder was yep. there. Uh, Kevin Hart was there. So a lot of people were there. That wasn't the case, though, with the fight not seen around the world, not heard <laughs> around the world. Floyd Mayweather fought. Oh, did he? Did you did you see it? I, did. I didn't. Oh wow! The O2 man. Arena was like a ghost town. I can't believe you went there, my man. I can't. Like I can't I, we just got to talk about this. You yeah, know, I'm a huge fan of Floyd. Absolutely, but this thing he's just, incredible. Just didn't work out. I tell you what. So so it's a couple of things when when I look at that. One, I couldn't find it. Right. That's uh, never a good thing. Yeah. Well, that's my point. I couldn't find it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, when I saw highlights and stuff posted on, I mean, I think that 50 Cent posted, like, the nobodies in the stands. Um, you know, but, however, I, you know, I realized that um, uh, Floyd's got to understand that that he's he is, he is a massive draw still to this, still today. Uh, he is, right? However, uh, you know, you can't pack a stadium on three or four weeks notice. You got to be able to market it, right? When you look at even the Jake Paul, Tommy Fury fight, uh, Jason, these guys have been going at it for what, three years you just said? Two, three years? There's a buildup for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so, so everybody knew that this was going to be happening somewhere and wherever, whenever it happened and whenever it happened, uh, everyone wanted to like witness it uh, live or would pay the money to do it. With Floyd, especially in the UK, where the audience, I mean, well, first of all, I love the audience in the UK because they're they're probably the most educated, probably in boxing, and definitely in track and field. So I know that intimately, right? Um, so I can't believe that that on three weeks or four weeks' notice, he thought that he'd pack the stadium. One, I think that Floyd's one of the greatest boxers that that ever walked on this planet. Um, two, he should be able to pack a stadium still to this day, although these fights are exhibition fights. Uh, but he's got to. But him and his team's got to figure out this marketing thing, man. You've got. You need three, four months, uh, you know, of steady um, marketing, uh, advertising of, of of every single thing that allows him to to continue to be uh, a massive draw because he still is. He can still fight at uh, what's he forty five. So you, right? a massive draw, right? He can be. You want to hear from the crowd? <laughs> here, here, here we go. 
Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's hear. Let's hear from the crowd. Oh man, don't do it. What's wrong with you, bro? There we go. <laughs> there we go. You know, I just don't get it. He doesn't oh need the money. Right. He's proven to be one of the greatest of all times. Right. Why? Well, here's the thing. And I will say this so quickly. It's kind of cool if you were there, if you were one of the thousand people that were there, because it's like you had your own private fight, which is kind of cool. It's like, you're terrible, Yo, bro. Floyd, come on over, bro. You're terrible. We got some friends together. We're you, going to hook. You're a terrible no, man. No, I'm not terrible. I'm just saying I'm a huge fan of Floyd. I just don't get what this was supposed to accomplish. So so your your take on this is that basically Floyd was in your basement boxing his friend. And you could walk around and sit on any of the 20,000 seats. if I get that seats. close to Floyd, I don't care if there's 10 people there. I'm going. I'm, I'm sure going. you would. I'm, I'm sure. going. Well, you're a fan. Right, I'm right. sure you would. But I'm saying to you that, that uh, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, him and his team probably knew they made a mistake. I'm very certain that Floyd, uh, you know, very wealthy boxer and a very savvy businessman, regardless of, of, of your take on him, um, you know, personal or otherwise. Uh, I think that uh, he's a very savvy business guy. He's, he's the exhibition thing. Clearly he can't just, just jump off and decide that he's going to, you know, create a show. This is not Vegas, uh, you know, where there's a built in audience. The, the, you know, the UK certainly will come and support you, but you gotta, you gotta market this thing. And, and I'm again, I sure that I'm very certain that he and his team will, will, will get this together. They will come back. I'm sure we'll see Floyd again. Uh, hopefully, you know, it will be more than a thousand people. Or whatever, yeah, right. num- whatever number you said. Let's move on. Let's move on. I know there will be more than a thousand people this weekend. Istanbul, the hot spot for track and field. Man, oh man. European Championships. Yes, we're still indoors, but I'm excited for this. Uh, so many storylines. We've got people looking to either prove what they've done recently was no fluke or people looking to prove that they Jesus. still got it. We wow. got chips on shoulders. I mean, Marcel Jacobs. We got Femke Bull trying to repeat the feat. There are so many storylines as talked about. It's going to be a fun few days, Mr. Bailey. Well, your, your favorite topic, your favorite topic. Or is it my favorite topic? No, your favorite sprinter. That's what I meant, Marcel Jacobs. Yes, well, can he atone for what hasn't happened yet? Oh jeez, leave the man alone. Bro. No, he could. Leave he the could. leave the leave the man alone. He I believe I believe in Marcel Jacobs. I think that he's gonna be he's gonna he be bounces incredible. back and wins this weekend. Nobody will talk about the defeats he's had thus far. Oh Jesus, the, don't worry about this. So yeah. so a couple of things. Okay, one, um, I lived in Istanbul, and I think for those of you who have never been to Istanbul, Turkey, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. I I uh, my very first professional contract uh, was was representing Fenerbahce. At the 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 uh, European Club Championships back in the day, uh, so for those of you who haven't gone to Turkey, listen, it's it's incredible place, incredible people, fantastic food. So that being said, the European Championships is going to be very very interesting this weekend. Um, yes, as you said, um, Marcel Jacobs, who's the reigning European champion, uh, was unexpectedly. Um, upset, we'll say. Although you don't think it's an upset, Jason. Payback's uh, <laughs> a beauty, so he may get back uh, at Chickarelli. Oh man! Anyway, I'm think like he is the reigning European champion. Yes. Uh, this is kind of where he started on his journey to become the Olympic champion a couple of years ago. He, he's certainly suffered a couple of uh, years of injuries. I think that um, he has to redeem himself. I mean, obviously, uh, I I think that he has all the chops. Still, I I, I certainly think that he's one of the one of the greatest sprint talent uh, that's in the world right now. So I'm looking forward to watching 
I'm looking forward to watching uh, him uh, in the men's 60. I want to see. I want to see what he's got. Uh, you know what, who I want to see. Who I really want to see. The, and I know that you want to see uh, Cicerelli is 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 uh, is the opponent that you want to see him against, which is his countryman and his relay partner and all mm-hmm. that. I want to see Reese Prescott. Reese Prescott reminds me of uh, Usain Bolt. Uh, I'm just wow. talking. I'm, no, n- hold on. Not not talent wise. Okay. I'm saying to stature. And potential, I mean, re- still big, big no, shoes. No. What it is? It, absolutely, yeah. it could happen. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I but can that's, see that. But here's the thing: the shoe of every single male sprinter that exists after you see him retire has to try and attempt to fill a little square corner of his Fair shoe. Fair enough. So it is what it is. Yep. Right. What I'm saying to you that you know, tall cat, tall kid, um, you know. Running 6-4 indoors is no joke. Simply means that he has the capabilities of running 9-7 outdoors, right? You know, 9-8 outdoors at minimum. That's what, it's probably, that's what it's going to take to, 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 you know, to be on the podium this, come this summer in Budapest. So I'm looking forward to see what Reese has learned indoors, how consistent he is uh, when he gets in the blocks uh, in, in Istanbul, uh, and if he can take on people that like people like Marcel Cicerelli and and a few other a few other people that a few other men uh, that uh, that are that are capable because uh, you know around the six five mark there's a few there's a lot of people that's hovering around that mark you know so so it it it, it is definitely going to be interesting uh, you know for the ladies for the ladies man I think that it 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 it, it the the you know Daryl Nita uh, Dina Asher Smith. Uh, just straight out of the UK, so they're the they're the sprinters. I'm certainly going to be interested in seeing. And of course, uh, Jason, you said your girl Femke. She is, first of all, I just think that she's toying around indoors. Her entire goal is to get outside and see what she can do against Sydney McLaughlin. She is breaking world records and it's looking easy. Yep. I want to see what she does in Istanbul. You know, there's. You know, I want to see if I don't know if Mondo is 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 in the pole vault. He just broke the world record, shattered the world record um, last week again. So, man, listen, it's exciting times, and I'm looking forward to that. And that's just in the European side. We still haven't touched on anything in North America. What's happening in the college scene, or even in the in in the outdoors yet? Yeah, well, exactly. So that goes to show you, you and I are both outdoor. In terms of track and field. That's what matters, though. Indoor just kind of gets you giddy. Yes, absolutely. The real show begins when you get outside. Consolation I'll tell you what, though. I'm really looking forward to this weekend because you have a bunch of people, as talked about, looking to repeat the feat. I'm all about the sprint. So 100 outside, 60 indoor, but the 400 for me this weekend. We right. talked about Femke trying to you know do her thing. Right. Uh, don't forget about the four by four relay as well. Right, Carson uh, Warholm on, on on the guy side. Right. You know, so the four hundred for me is what I want to see. He's running. Carson uh, is. Run, I think he's running the flat. Right. Yeah. That is, again, that'll yeah. be really interesting because because he hasn't. You know, a, a, another guy that is. I mean, dude, he this guy this guy put times on the board uh, that uh, over the sticks outdoors that men. Big men, including me, I ran. I ran the four hundred, and you know, forty six seventy nine was the fastest I ever went. But believe me, I died, and so <laughs> uh, believe me, I died. So I'm saying, you know, that the four hundred is definitely like a big man or big woman sport, big woman event. Uh, so yeah, this is gonna be real interesting to see what Femke does. Again, she wins easy, I think so, uh, but I want to see what number she puts on the board, uh, and the fact is that 
it really is just I think that she's doing kind of what Noah Lyles have been doing in America, which is kind of like, you know, it's like toying with things, um, breaking the monotony of training by actually going to compete. So we, so the uh, track fans get to see, get to see them, get to get to see what it is that they that that and uh, get to see what what to look forward to uh, going outdoors. Uh, but yeah, man, that's I think that it would be. I want to see. Um, man, it's it's. I want to see what Carson does in the flat, mm-hmm. and and what Kempi does in the flat. It'd be very interesting. We're covering this from a global look, which is the way we should be. You know, earlier on the season, we were talking a lot of U.S. We went through New Balance, Milrose, et cetera, et cetera, Lyles and Hobbs and Coleman and blah 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 blah. Now we're going Euro, so this is good. Let's quickly touch on the Jamaican scene because we haven't. And obviously, whenever you talk track and field, you got to talk about that tiny island nation. A tiny island a nation. tiny island nation. I don't know about that. <laughs> that's what they always used to say we, back then. We said tiny island nation, but that, the tiny island nation that, that, that's sitting on top of exactly. the pole. Exactly. They're trying to figure out how, what is it? Is it something they're eating? It's the yams. Bolt said it's the yams. I believe them too because I love yams. Dasheen? Yes. Coco. Coco. I like, I like all of those I like, ground preservatives. I like that. Ground <laughs> preserves. I like that and a couple of good dumplings and some soup. Man. Oh, I like man, that, that, that's, that's my that. Saturday meal. It must be the ground preservatives. I mean, ground preserves, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. But yeah, yeah. They got the key. But yeah, we got a bunch of Jamaicans doing big things. Of course, they don't need to run indoors in Jamaica. Right. Do they even have an indoor facility? No, of course not. You don't need what, to run what, Exactly. Well, they do. You, well, hold on. You don't have. They, there's certainly a lot of indoor facilities in Jamaica. There's no indoor track. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up. Right. There's so quickly, no, give us the latest on the. Well, you know what? The Yachty um, scene. Well, you know what? From obviously what I see, and, and I spoke to a good buddy of mine, Leighton Levy. Uh, you know, yesterday, the uh, obviously we know that how we know how deep uh, the female talent is in Jamaica. <clears throat> But certainly, we know also that the male dominance of the sprints from Jamaica, whether or not you're Jamaican, uh, 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 representing Jamaica, or Jamaican representing other countries, you know, kind of like myself, uh, Linford Christie, you know, and many others, many others. <clears throat> um, there are, there, there's still, you talking, we talked earlier, we talked a few minutes ago about, um, about filling the incredible shoes of, of, of the great Usain Bolt. Uh, there are, Three oblique Seville. There, there, there are three uh, great young athletes. Uh, three, four great young athletes, and also uh, Johan uh, being the elder uh, statesman of the Jamaican male sprints. Running, there's three athletes that ran six four. Mind you, it's outdoors. They're mm-hmm. running sixty meters. You know, obviously the wind gauge uh, counts for something, but still, it's it's six forty two. Yes. Simply means that it's still under six five, which 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 again says that the male sprinters from Jamaica. You're talking Blake. Yeah. Okay. Real, real like absolutely Blake and Blake. Right. Blake and Blake and Seville. Yeah. Uh, we know that the male sprinters of Jamaica know that they've got a pretty uh, monumental task in in replacing the great Usain Bolt, and I believe that this year you're gonna see some athletes. That's we're gonna see the male athletes. Uh, they have to show up. They have to show up. Uh, I don't believe any of them have traveled to run actual indoors because they know that the indoor indoor competition really is the is breaking up the monotony of training and it's really just a consolation prize. They know that the real deal is for outside, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what the Jamaican males 
are going to do this year. Again, we know how deep, you know, we know how deep the 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 the, the female side. Right. Is. We know that. One hundred. Led by Sharika, um, Elaine, um, Shellyanne. But I'm just saying to you that you know, Brandy Liston. I mean, you know, the, the Clayton sisters. There are a ton of young athletes, and and that, that's just to mention a few, by the way. There's a ton of athletes that are looking uh, fantastic already. Um, you know, and this is again just coming off, you know, fall base training. Uh, there's a ton of athletes that's looking incredible already. That the outdoor season is going to look fantastic for the Jamaican men. Uh, you know, reestablishing themselves as the number one sprinters on the planet. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, with the U.S., there's tons of stuff happening. We, you know, we we didn't even touch on, you know. Uh, Fred Amanyala, you know, yep. running 9-8 in February, which is absurdly fast for this time of year. Up, I mean, I'm saying to you people, absurdly fast. Did we talk about Curly winning in Australia? Did we talk about that last week? Yeah, yeah, we talked about, we yeah, he okay. ran, uh, yeah, he ran, he won his race, put his yeah. hand up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but again, he ran 20-30, and it's exactly what you're supposed to run. Right. If he went there and ran 19-7, then that, I would be like, oh my God, that's way too early. Kind of right. like I'm, I'm comparing him to... What Amanyala did. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. You should be going that quick right. already at this nine, point in the eight, calendar. Because if he's running nine eight six, which simply means that this guy's gonna be running three tenths faster in in you know no, I said supposed to be people. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be. I'm saying when you open at nine eight, uh yeah, that that that's 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 real, real fast. But again, um shoe technology, um wind, track technology, uh nutrition, you know training technique and you know all the on all the assets that's available uh to the young athletes none of these times really surprise me i'm just saying to you on my personal opinion 98 is pretty fast faster and faster and faster and you're right i'm glad you said the ladies got this thing locked down in terms of jamaican sprinting absolutely 100 pardon, absolutely. pardon the pun but ever since usain has left for the guys you knew there was going to be a void right to be honest i wasn't expecting the void to be as big as it's been well, again, I'll second that. I'll second that. I mean, there's still every single year, um, every single year, you see young athletes coming out of uh, 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 champs, which is which is the champion, but it's the greatest high school championships in Jamaica, you know, of high school athletes, and certainly, um, you know, the 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 fertile ground of the next great athletes that exist on the planet, and every year we see incredible athletes coming out of the high school. So yes, to your point, Jason, I I did not expect that the that 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 the the void would be this long between Usain being on top of the podium and then athletes even just making it to the finals or vying for the top, you know, for the top spot, uh, you know, in the sprints. But it has been. Uh, but yeah, um, definitely, I believe, you know, as we both agree that this year uh, there will be some incredible, incredible uh, guys coming out, uh, guys coming out to kind of, you know, kind of take a hold of the mantle and challenge uh, the other great sprinters around the world, you know, for the number one spot. End of March into April, champs. We'll talk that uh, coming up, of course, right here on Donovan Bailey Running Things, another edition of this podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. We're going to talk a little basketball now. There are a few things to cover, so we'll kind of get some quick slices from you. First up, LeBron, he's hurt, out at least a couple of weeks. 
Does this crush the chances of the Lakers getting into one of those playing games, or can they hold things together until the Fountain of Youth gets back? <laughs> well, the Fountain of Youth got an injury. That's that, that's crazy. Right. You know what? Hey, man, I wish uh, LeBron uh, speedy recovery and hope that he can get that toe healed and he can get back. Don't know if that's going to be possible. <clears throat> um, your question, Jason. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it was going to be tough with LeBron in uh, the starting lineup. It was going to be tough for LeBron um, playing every game from now uh, till uh, the end of the season uh, for them to make it in and, uh, and, and for them to at least take a run at what, uh, what at a championships of sorts, whether it's just the Western championships or, or they try to go for, you know, the whole caboodle, kiddle, caboodle, whatever. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't, uh, but I, I, I think that, um, Track, I mean, basketball is a team sport. Basketball is a team sport. And um, I did not think or believe that it was going to be, it was going to be really tough for LeBron to, and, and the Lakers to make it in. I agree. This this is going to make it a hell of a lot tougher. Um, so I don't think they make the playoffs now. I'm with you. Uh, Damian Lillard, got to go there next. And by the way, what? What the hell is a caboodle? I know what a kit is. I don't know. What this is this? My granny used to say that many years ago. Caboodle. Yes, kitten caboodle. I've heard of that. Kit was wasn't that the car on Knight Rider? But what's a caboodle? That that that's our generation. I don't know what kit and caboodle. Jason was was something that that's we we need to figure out what that is for people. Listen, um, let us know. Okay. (laughs) Damian Lillard had the kit and the caboodle when he scored seventy one points recently. He makes 400-plus feet worth of buckets. I mean, this guy showed what he can do at the All-Star break there, winning the three-point competition. It, to me, he's top five when it comes to guards in the NBA. If you're building a team, is he one for you? Who's the top guard for you? Oh, man. Well, you know, I love, like John Morant. I love John Morant. I love John Morant because I love his game. But, however, uh, you know, Damian Lillard, even at his age today, is still playing at the highest level. 71 mm-hmm. points, making it look easy. Uh, you know, I, they're not going to win the NBA championships, but this man, uh, you know, obviously if he keeps going, um, you know, he's going to continue to climb up the ladder, um, you know, off the scoring. 100%, all, you're all right. time. Yeah, and, and you, Ja, you're right. I mean, people are going to say, of course, Steph, the best shooter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Obviously. Um, Luca, you got to put him in that conversation. Well, I'm just talking about my own. Per- you you uh, asked me a question. I'll tell you what. Right. You're starting? Damien for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. He has the complete package. Steph Steph is great to watch just shoot from anywhere. I mean, he's the only guy that can score a bucket from outside the gym. Like, literally. <laughs> outside on the street. Outside. He can still score. From the next state. Yes. Yeah. It's like, Curry for 19. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Anyways. But anyways, I love me some <clears throat> Damian Leonard. So, I think that's been a fantastic story. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Mm. I remember, I, I had my worries. Right. I had my reservations about whether or not this would work. And I know there's still time, but as we do this podcast, one and four are the Mavericks when he's in the lineup with Luka. Okay. So there's only one ball. We talked about this before. I thought it was a great trade. Um, what is? Anytime you can get a player like that. It, but I, I, I thought it was a great trade. Okay. Uh, you, know, I, you know, again, if we go old school basketball, <clears throat> then maybe I believe that, you know, every ball should go through Luka. Mm-hmm. And we know that Kyrie can handle the rock. We know that Kyrie can uh, shoot. Uh, I, we know he's an incredible playmaker. 
Uh, I still think it's a great marriage. Uh, I'm certain that that uh, the coaching staff there, and especially the owner Mark Cuban, he's going to try and put the best product like on the court. I certainly believe that Dallas is going to. I mean, they, I think that they're going to take. They're going to. They, they're going to. They're going to give it a run, good run in the West. Uh, although the West is stacked. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, you know, it's one and four. It's still only five games. Exactly. So let me. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit on the fence right here and just say, hey. I wow. don't. You haven't done that in a oh, while. Oh, please, dude. Oh, please. So here's the Your thing. Your ass is imprinted <clears throat> on that fence. I, I, yeah, whatever. Jeez. I don't think that we should judge from a, it, it's, it, it's a long season. And I, and I don't think that five games we should, we, we should, we should formulate any sort of judgment as to, as to, as, as to how this team is going to flow in the next little while. Obviously you got two superstars and one basketball. So they're going to figure it out. All right. I will judge because that's what I do. Uh, quickly, Phoenix, tonight, finally, it feels like forever, but they're going to get the Kevin Durant debut with the Suns. As we speak, they're 10 and a half back of Denver in the West. Phoenix, how deep will they go in the postseason? Oh, Phoenix is going to make the. They're going to make the. Playoffs. Oh, they'll make it. I want to know how deep are they going to go. I don't know. Listen, I, they, well, the health, the health. Well, first of all, I think that we're going to see. Uh, what the team looks like on the floor tonight. So I, I think that again, I'm in, I'm interested in watching that. Uh, I'm interested to see what the starting fives look looks like, and I'm I want to see what their bench strength look like. Right. Okay. So, so I want to see in order for me to formulate a judgment. Um, so we're gonna talk about this next week, because in order for me to see what they look like and for me to give you, without guessing. Okay. Like I'm still guessing. Uh, wait, I'm still guessing no matter what. But I think that you know I will at least gather gather some data tonight, uh, and see what the team looks like. I, I I listen. Durant is the best basketball player today, um, you know, in professional basketball. He certainly will. Him and Booker will will do will be phenomenal. Uh, I want to see what the team looks like. I want to see you know how easy it is that they could um, they could win tonight. I believe they'll win tonight. Um, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll give you my full take on it next week. All right. Speaking of takes, what's the deal, Donovan? That's the segment we want to talk to about uh, what's next. The deal? What's the deal, what's Donovan? The deal? What are you asking? Okay, well, so there's still what, fallout. What now? We're, what now? we're still getting <clears throat> fallout from Julie Black in terms of her changing the words to our national anthem. Of course, this is a Canadian-based podcast. This is what we're filming in Canada. Right. But it's been taken to another level now. Recently, she got... A response on Twitter. I'm not going to say the words that were used. Let's just say it was quite uh, direct, quite ugly, um, in my opinion, unnecessary. But this is, what's the deal, Donovan? What's the deal? Uh, give us your, your minute as to Jeez. what you're feeling in terms of what Julie has been going through. What's the deal? First of all, Julie's my sister. Let's, let's start there. So Julie Black's my sister. So whatever it is that, you know, Whatever she, whatever, whatever her response has been uh, from the fallout, and I don't know why there's a fallout uh, when um, you know she is speaking truth uh, to facts. Um, Julie Black uh, said that we're basically guests on Indigenous land in Canada, and we are. I don't know uh, why it is that there is any sort of uh, criticism uh, of her doing this. I don't know why there's any criticism. You know, of where she comes from, of what she looks like. Uh, you know, for me, looking at and reading uh, what Julie posted, 
Uh, it, it 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 actually appears to me because I think they said the the person that wrote the 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 tweet or 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 whatever it was uh, was of of um, South Indian uh, descent. I don't think so. I think that it might be <clears throat> this might be a white supremacist thing. That to me personally, but I got to tell you this, <clears throat> Julie, I'm one of your soldiers. Uh, you need to understand that uh, we all have to stand together to make sure that there's equality for every single person. And yes, we all should stand together to acknowledge that we are living on land uh, that was taken from an entire generation of people, entire group of people, an entire culture of people. So we really should be thankful that we are all here enjoying. Uh, they have allowed us to enjoy us all, you know, representing this country proudly, uh, making an incredible living, uh, being part of the greatest country on earth. You know, so some of those bad apples, including that one who responded to Julie Black, man, whomever you are, then you can go back to where you came from. You heard the man. That's the deal from Donovan. A cleaning stain to Donovan Bailey is pouring it on. He just poured it on before, and he's pouring it on again. As we get set to take you through our version of the final four. I know, yeah, that's not far away. I want to see your brackets. They're going to get busted again like mine every damn year. But I'm back (laughs) for more punishment because I just love it so much. Time to run that anchor leg. We get some hot takes from you of a different kind. I want to know, the next time we hook up, one week from now, will Arsenal still be atop the table in the Premier League? Or will have Man City... Jump them. Arsenal plays Everton. <laughs> my poor, my poor Toffees. <laughs> Man City gets a, a tougher squad in Newcastle. Well, well, Arsenal. Arsenal. I mean, that, that's that's okay. a, that, that's that's a pretty simple one. Sorry, I ease you <laughs> sorry, into sorry, it. Sorry that your 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 team them is gonna get bust. Live golf. Let's go there. I mean, mm. uh, things uh, not really going the way they expected. They drew an average of under three hundred thousand viewers at the most recent tournament. Uh, I know we're early into this thing, but do you think it'll last? First of all, Live Golf is a is a is a phenomenal startup uh, with billions of dollars backing them. Right. That let's just start there. It's an option for uh, golfers to make an exceptionally large amount of 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 money outside of the PGA. I think that they will continue to survive they will continue to be they'll continue to flourish and it, it, it continues to be an incredible option for those golfers so i am not at all worried about uh what the the, the viewership is today i think that it's going to continue to flourish it was only a viewable uh viewable uh in the u.s on, on the cw app right and the league's official website well uh, you know ultimately again with all with conventional media and and on all the streaming platforms, I'm very certain that these guys will one they will they will get on uh, you know conventional TV, they will get on the proper streaming channel, uh, whether they need to buy it or not. All right, <laughs> baseball, the Orioles and Pirates. Of course, we're talking spring training, although we're not that far away from the the real thing. A few weeks from now, they played the bottom of a game so the bottom of the ninth Mm -hmm. the game was over right but both managers said let's stay out there and play it was kind of cool to watch baseball without guys wearing blue i know they want to bring in robots to call balls and strikes oh jeez. would you watch baseball without officiating 
I don't want to watch any sport without officiating. Thank you. Good, I, an- good answer. No, good but answer. I, I, I don't. I appreciate. That. I don't want to watch it. No, no, I don't want to watch. Yeah, exactly. To your point. Exactly to your point. Thank you. Yes, yes. You, my man Jason got to pay the bills, so yes. I, I can't have him sitting on the corner. You know. You know. Clicking. It was computer. interesting though to watch without uh, the umpires. Yeah, but you know yeah, what? no, that's not happening. Listen, the, the 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 greatest thing about sport, the greatest thing about sport on this planet, and that's every sport that I'm talking about, is the fact that we can get out and literally go to war and have some people refereeing and then we come off and we all you know have something to celebrate you know so i've told so to me the the at no point whatsoever will there will will there be a time that uh officiating um should be abandoned in any sport especially something like baseball baseball imagine that oh my god one more call for you to make aaron Rodgers is out of the darkness four-day retreat Right. He says he's going to make his decision really soon. Is he going back to Green Bay? Is he going to play for the New York Jets? Or does he play somewhere else? Aaron, Raiders, bro. It's fantastic. Raiders. You're not giving up on that <laughs> yeah. dream. Aaron, come. Rodgers, Raiders. Come home, man. Come home. Rodgers Listen, of the Lost Ark. So, so here's, the, here's the deal. You know, okay, so, 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 okay, so the, the answer, I think... Not that you want to hear. What are we going to hear? You know what? I, no, but I, I have to. I have to tell you. I mean, okay. it, it, it does. I mean, obviously, Derek Carr has a great. They, they, you can like Lamar seems to have a, a like a fallout from Baltimore. Um, Derek Carr certainly is gone from the Raiders, but you haven't heard that. Like, like, like Aaron is. You haven't like heard any like disparaging negative comments for his relationship. With Green Bay. So if he goes back to Green Bay, it wouldn't be surprising. But go to the Raiders, bro. And that's the way we wrap this edition (laughs) of Donovan Bailey running things. I appreciate the company. As per usual, we ask that you continue to like, share, follow, subscribe, download. Be a part of this podcast. I'm Jason Portwondo. He is Donovan Bailey. Uh, Okay, so um, for those in Canada... Stay warm, and for every damn shovel, and for yeah, and for everyone else, stay safe, and we'll chat next week.